0: You're listening to the SLT Podcast, a resource to encourage and equip Liberty Christian School families for a Christ-centered life.
1: Welcome into the SLT Podcast. We hope that you are all having a great Christmas break, and we're happy that you guys would join us today for our conversation. Uh, I am Taylor. I'm Courtney. I'm Alex. And I'm Sam. And today we are going to be talking a little bit about Kanye West. Also Kanye East. Really, we want to talk about what's kind of circulating about Kanye West with him coming out as a believer and really talking about his newest album, uh, which has been circulating, and you might have seen, Jesus is King. And so we're going to be talking about that and really just wanting to engage in this conversation on how do we approach this uh, with Kanye West or even any other celebrities that come out that are historically not Christian or maybe some would say are really just following the way of the world and they come out uh, with a radical shift of who they are um, and what they're known to be like. Okay, so before we get into our discussion about Kanye West and Jesus is King and all that, uh, we
2: want to start off with another personality quiz that we're going to be taking to help us figure out this time, keeping with the holiday spirit, this one will help us determine which Christmas ornament are you. Ooh, i'm okay. definitely oh, christmas indeed. topper okay. christmas tree
0: topper call off on a shelf From well you think
2: you think let's find out we'll see choose a christmas present a ring a phone new bedroom decor
1: or money money Money, right? Yeah, money. I mean, is there another answer that's correct? No. Yes, no.
3: there is. If the listeners cannot see this, but the ring is actually a engagement ring.
0: I literally got married on Christmas. Wait, and but you're still choosing money? Did you? <laughs> <laughs> but if it's your first
3: <laughs> it's Merry really Christmas, different. you already have a ring. I know, but it's symbolic. You want another one? Sweet. Oh you wow! Geez, you know what, sorry,
2: symbolic? Luke, you another ring. money. All right, next question. What's your favorite Christmas tradition? Decorating the Christmas tree, hanging out with the ones I love most, eating or receiving presents. I think it's pretty obvious that everybody in this room is going to go with eating, right? No, Guys? I actually chose Guys? out hanging. What, what, what,
4: what?
0: No, there's oh. not good food on Christmas.
3: That's what? Not
1: in your Christmas.
3: What do, you, what do you do? You just
1: do. It's just like there's so many baked Thanksgiving
3: 2.0. <laughs> yeah, 2.0 is better. That's obviously. true. No, it
1: was it's an upgrade. the first time. Do something different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dude, right. What are you going with? I'm going to go with Hanging out with the ones I love most Because yes. here at Liberty We have an extended break yes.
0: And that's amazing
3: That's the best
1: part Kay. Ditto Okay, Alex
0: Hanging out with, uh, with The ones I love most I just want to say For the listeners mm-hmm. There's a picture Of a tiny rat looking dog Next to a pillow And I thought <laughs> The caption was going to say Smother the rat looking dog
1: <laughs>
0: That'd be my It favorite. does not say Pita. that It says hanging out With the ones yeah. I love most I'm mm. not sorry to listeners That have rat looking dogs Get a
2: bigger dog <laughs> Since giving presents isn't on there I am going to go with eating because that's what I do With the ones I love most so The next question is what's your favorite Christmas movie The options are The Grinch Elf Polar Express or
1: Home Alone False Die Hard Uh, the answer is Elf.
3: Elf. If elf.
1: you choose Polar Express, you're wrong. The movie's creepy.
3: It <laughs> kind of is, but I still like the h- hot chocolate scene. Really? Hot chocolate. <laughs> hot, 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 hot chocolate. Yeah.
0: Hot, hot. yeah, I choose Polar Express. <laughs> elf oh, is word. the way to go. All
2: right, and the results are in. So let's go around. Taylor, you look not
1: so <laughs> pleased. I'm confused I don't, too, yeah. I don't understand. All right. So the quiz is which, which, which ornament? Decora... No, it's and which Christmas, Christmas decoration. Oh, decoration. Are you? Yeah. Um, I'm an ornament. Me too. And the oh. reasoning is you're beautiful and special. Oh. So thank you, quiz. It's...
2: Which Christmas decoration are you, Courtney?
3: I am also an ornament.
0: That's special. Alex? I got Christmas lights. You're bright and outstanding.
3: I wish everyone could see Alex's He's so happy smile yeah. right now. Because mm-hmm. that is
0: legit the best decoration.
2: I got Christmas tree, and it says you're bright and radiant.
3: Christmas tree. Wow,
0: yeah, I see nice. that. All right, well, that was an interesting personality quiz. But let's uh, bring it back on to the topic, to the matter at hand. Kanye West. So who is Kanye West? Uh, for those of you, you that aren't familiar... Um, Kanye West is a 42-year-old rapper, and he's been uh, making music since 2004. Um, Some would consider him uh, one of the uh, biggest cultural influences, especially on millennials and younger generations. Uh, He has popular clothing lines, uh, specifically sneakers, that constantly and consistently sell out. Um, And it's probably... Uh, Not a stretch to say that maybe some of your own kids have some of his clothes in their closet. His personal clothes. His personal clothes. That's weird. (laughs) Right now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Some of his clothing line, uh, I should say. Um, Anyway, let's run down a little timeline of recent events that have kind of led up to uh, what recently has happened, which is that he's become public about his faith. He has professed belief in Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. So uh, beginning in January of 2019 of this year, he began doing what was called Sunday services. These were private invitational performances of gospel choir uh, songs. And um, these gospel songs um, were done in a um, church environment, even though, they were deeming it not a church. And uh, essentially, what was happening is a sermon. They were having little church services. And uh, around October 25th, Kanye released an album which was entitled Jesus is King. After this, uh, he began doing Sunday service. Uh, he did a Sunday service, one of those private invitational only uh, services. He did one in uh, Baton Rouge, uh, Louisiana at a church called Bethany Church, and uh, he did an altar call afterwards. And there were over a 1,000 people that responded to the altar call uh, who also professed Jesus as Lord. And November, on November 15th, Jesus King uh, performances were held at Harris County Jails in Houston. Uh, again, uh, altar calls were done there as well, uh, where he preached the good news to lots of inmates that were uh, in this jail. Uh, on November 17th, Jesus is King, uh, the album was uh, held, well, the Jesus King touring group performed at uh, the Lakewood Church, and Kanye also did an interview there. And so, this is just kind of a little timeline to catch us up on what's been going on. And so, really, we want to have a discussion um, of what should our response be as Christians? What what do we do with this information right so have y'all listened to the album
3: yes in full mm-hmm. thank you luke crenshaw for being obsessed with it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> me too i liked it i don't i'm really not typically somebody who listens to the kind of music that kanye west makes i like some rap music but um i liked it i don't know if it how different it is from his usual music other than obviously the message but from my perspective as a layman going in and listening to all the songs Um, I was, you know, because of the culture reaction, because of the all the attention this was getting, I was paying really specific attention to the words and kind of squinting at them and saying, you know, what does it say? And kind of looking for, honestly, what's going to be biblically inconsistent about this or where is his theology going to not line up with mine? That my initial response was I was really surprised because not just because it was biblically consistent, but my own response that was so cynical um, was kind of
1: washed away. But like, wow, this seems legit. Yeah, we've listened to it, you know, quite a bit at the house because I think the boys really in, enjoy the music, like the beats and things like that. Um, and yeah, before we did that, I, I also listened to the music and the whole album multiple times just to make sure they're like, hey, is this saying anything that I wouldn't want my kids listening to and things like that. And, and it's funny because if you listen to it on Spotify, you know, you get to the end of the album and then it'll go down to an old Kanye song. And you're like, Oh, Uh -oh.
3: riddled with cuss words. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like,
1: Oh, that's definitely not on Jesus is King. And so you got to go back to it. Um, but no, I mean, there's, there's tons of, of lyrics in this, in this album that are actually really thought provoking and really, really well written. You can tell this is coming from someone, uh, who has actually thought about the Lord and implications of what faith looks like. Yeah. We've, we've enjoyed listening to it.
3: Which with his lyrics, um, something interesting is that he actually had the person who has been mentoring him and a pastor go through and look at all of the lyrics before they finished um, production and recording to make sure that they were biblically sound, which is how it should be. Yeah. Um, But my response, Luke was the one that told me about it. And I like Sam was just very, surprised at my hesitancy. Immediately, I was like, no, there's no way. And then even sitting in that moment was like, yes, of course, this is the kind of person that the Lord would draw to him and someone who has so much influence and has lived a lifestyle that is not aligned with um, a follower of Jesus Christ and really was very convicted about the way I was quick to create an us and a them of there's an us of people who are actively walking with the Lord. And there's a them that are living the ways of this world and really took me down several weeks and still even processing through, okay, what are other ways where my heart is inclined to go toward judgment instead of a celebration when someone, um, has claimed to be a believer and has proclaimed that Jesus is King.
0: Yeah. And that perhaps Courtney is the, um, I believe the reaction that uh, most people, maybe most of our listeners, can relate to. Um, a reaction of skepticism. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't say that in passing judgment, but as a reality of the culture that we do live in. We do live in a society where you know naivety is considered probably one of the greatest weaknesses, one of the greatest traps that we can fall into. And so in an effort maybe for ourselves not to look weak, uh, we'd rather err on uh, something like this being fake than affirming it. Um, and that's definitely something I've wrestled with. And, uh, you know, searching my own heart and considering whether it's not more in line with the gospel to be prayerful rather than skeptical. Um, you know, Kanye in his one of his own songs um, says, don't, don't throw me up, lay your hands on me, please pray for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, we have Kanye admittedly asking us to pray for him, saying, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's happening, right. um,
2: but I need prayer. Right. And so that's what we're here to analyze and kind of talk through today is the conversation around not so much analyzing the lyrics of each song and like, is this song Christian or not? Um, but the response and why are we like this? Why is it that our initial response to something like this isn't you know what it might be if we were at church and we found out that somebody we knew um, even if they lived a life that was not so <laughs> consistent with Jesus's teachings, if we found out someone like that, that we knew personally gave their life to the Lord, I think we would generally really celebrate that and be excited about that. Yeah. And well, know, when it's a celebrity, there seems to be a different response.
1: All right. So we're going to take a break uh, to hear from a word from our sponsors.
4: My name is Optimus Prime, former leader of the Autobots, current leader of Optimus Auto Sales. I'm now a used car salesman, and I am slicing and dicing the competition. Come down. To- <laughs> I can't
1: <look> at you. <laughs>
4: My name is Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots and current leader of Optimus's auto sales. Come and get yourself a non-Decepticon vehicle for your holiday travels. Did you know that over 41.9 million Americans will drive over the holiday season? Well, now you know and knowing is half the battle. Come down to our lot where we are slicing and dicing the competition. This has been Optimus Prime, leader of the Autobots.
3: Well, if I needed a new car, I know where I'd be going.
1: Yeah, I mean, old car. Yeah, you Wait, can trust what? that guy. Man, rough times for Optimus, huh? He's a used car salesman now. <laughs> Does that mean he's selling his friends <laughs> if they're non Decepticon?
0: Yeah, I just got tempted to go. And hope, hopefully, I get me a Bumblebee or something.
1: Well, cool. Well, hey, let's get back at it. There's been other notable celebrities who've kind of come out with their faith as well. And I don't think that there's been a response to this extent. Like Justin Bieber a while back came out um, as a believer, and there were some headlines around there going with that. Chris Pratt puts on his social media and even in some announcements, some awards that he's given has hinted towards his faith. There's articles of Odell Beckham and Michael Buble and just different celebrities coming out that you wouldn't, maybe think would be Christians, or you might have some pause or concerns about legitimacy there. And that's a weird thing because, yeah, we we pray all the time, or we should be praying all the time for family members or friends that we know, or maybe coworkers who don't know the Lord. If they were to come to us and say, hey, last night I put my faith in the Lord, and I put my faith in Jesus, and I gave my life to Him, and I surrendered myself and put my faith uh, that He saved me, it'd be really sad if our initial response was, did you really? Is this real? Right. Just skepticism. And so what is it about celebrities that makes us think in this cynical way? You know? Sure. Uh, Matthew ten sixteen, Jesus
2: is teaching his disciples and says, look, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. So be shrewd as snakes or wise as serpents and harmless or innocent as doves. So Even through the Christian purview, we kind of have this lens of healthy skepticism, right? Which is where you look at something, you have to test the spirit, not only with what the Bible says, but is this in line with the character and the nature of God? Um, But I think sometimes we get into unhealthy skepticism. So, for instance, with Mm -hmm. Kanye West, he's known for his arrogance. He's known for being very um, self-obsessed generally in his message that he speaks and the things that he does. And interestingly, he actually addressed that in um, an interview that he did at Lakewood Church. He kind of recognized, I am really arrogant. He said, one of the most arrogant people in the world is now using that for the glory of God. And so I was definitely convicted when I heard that, because that was kind of my impression of him.
1: Yeah. I know that there's like a running joke that nobody loves Kanye as much as Kanye. and Kanye. Right. You know, like, that's a thing. Right. And so for a person like this that has a known character like that, draw mm-hmm. some skepticism For sure.
2: Right. But I think... So it's not, we're not saying that all skepticism is bad, that looking through everything, absolutely, you know, kind of test things, don't just jump in wholeheartedly every single time that something happens in the Christian world, you know, don't get fully involved in every cultural movement, definitely
1: test it out. But we also need to examine our own hearts first. So do y'all think that Kanye probably expected a response like this from Christians? Um, Yeah, if you take a look at
0: even just some of the lyrics in his own music in Jesus King, it's kind of obvious uh, to see that one of the lines in one of his songs says, uh, he says, "I'm fixing to do a gospel album." Um, what have you been hearing from the Christians? They'll be the first ones to judge me. Make it feel like nobody loved me. They'll be the first ones to judge me. That right there, I think, is really telling that there was a presume or really a a perception that Kanye already had about Christian culture. Um, which is that we're really quick to pronounce judgment upon somebody. And to side with Kanye, I don't think that's necessarily an inaccurate perception mm-hmm. about us. I do think mm-hmm. uh, we could be better at this, that as a Christian culture as a whole, why isn't our response to pray for people who, who do this? Regardless of the platform or baggage that they may carry. Is God not big enough to save someone
1: like that? Yeah. So here's, here's a crazy thing. And the reason why we're wanting to talk about Kanye is because this is important to the level of influence that he has on our culture at large. Um, culture is really determined and carried off by younger generations. That's really where culture kind of leads to. It's these younger generations will grow up to be major influencers. They're going to be growing up to be business owners, to be CEOs, to be producers of movies and music and all the media that's presented to us. So someone like Kanye has a crazy amount of influence on our younger generation who will one day be leading our nation. And so It's a really interesting thing that at some level, when we hear that he became a believer, we almost want him to fail, Mm. right? Like it almost wants to be proven to be fake so we can see and and point to, hey, I I knew it wasn't real all along, which why would we want that for someone or really anyone um, on this earth, but especially someone with so much influence over our culture and children. like We want him to follow the Lord faithfully. We should be praying for him. We should be wanting uh, for him to be pursuing the Lord wholeheartedly. And yeah. so that's why we wanted to talk about Kanye because of the level of influence he has um, on our culture.
3: Which is an interesting um, point that you bring up that Jonathan Pocluta he's a pretty popular pastor um, in our generation. And he made a post kind of detailing this idea of why is it that we are so prone to not believe. And one of the things he pointed to was pride and exactly what you were just saying, Taylor, of us not wanting to be wrong. And so if we get on this train and we get excited and hopeful and um, just rejoice over how much Jesus's name is being brought and the conversion of Kanye, and then it comes out that he isn't actually walking with the Lord then we were wrong about it and so just a deeply rooted pride of us not wanting to be incorrect with where we landed there and just what a sad way for us to treat a fellow believer
2: right so what's the second half of the verse of of Matthew 10:6 the innocent as doves is celebrating with somebody else because like, who are we to have been accepted in the kingdom in the first place? You have to remember that none of us deserve that. Mm-hmm. And so to see someone else who, yeah, their life relatively may be different than ours or their story before us, but once they do, that's when you have to come in with the innocent as doves, with the harmless as doves, and just celebrate somebody you know has come to Jesus and they're going to get to be in the kingdom forever now.
3: Yeah, and that's why... What- um, even at my church now, my pastor was saying, "Like, I'm not going to look at one of you and try and predetermine what your walk with the Lord is going to look like, and guess how you may fall into difficulties. But I'm going to rejoice alongside you." And and the reality is, even while we're looking at it, is Kanye could say tomorrow that he is Jesus, and we could all be wrong, and that's okay for us to recognize that we were wrong. It's, it's not a big deal, but for today, as he's glorifying the Lord, like we should be celebrating, um, that that's what's happening.
1: So one of the cool things with this is that it's, it's a man who is very prominent in mainstream culture. And so I've been able to talk with people, even in our home group, um, who've had conversations with coworkers. Uh, this is really just a softball to engage in gospel Mm -hmm. conversations at work, uh, with people who, you know, that might not be believers. Uh, it could be simple as like, hey, have you heard the new Kanye album? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, he came out with a Kanye, like a new album called Jesus is King. And like, what, Kanye did that? It's like, yeah. And so you can kind of talk about Jesus in a way that has never really been as easily approachable. Like, this is a, just a very easy way to have those conversations with people at work, which is a really beautiful thing. There's a passage, whenever we even look into Acts, when we look at the, the man of Saul, and even like... The, how we get introduced to Saul was Saul was breathing out murderous threats against the Lord's disciple, right? Um, this, is, this is not a man who was seen in the Christian culture to be someone you wanted to be around. Um, and whenever he is blinded by the Lord, whenever uh, Jesus speaks to him, when the Lord speaks to him, uh, the Lord then speaks to Ananias, this Christian. Right? This is Acts uh, chapter 9, verse 10. And it says, In Damascus there was a disciple named Ananias, And the Lord called to him in a vision saying, Ananias. Yes, Lord, he answered. The Lord told him, go to the house of Judas on straight street and ask for a man of Tarsus named Saul, for he is praying in a vision. He has seen a man named Ananias come and place hands on him and restore his sight. And now check out Ananias's response. Lord, I have heard many reports about this man and all the harm that he has done to your holy people in Jerusalem and he has come here with authority from the chief priest to arrest all who call on your name. You see here that Ananias is doubting the Lord, like, God, I think you have the wrong guy. Do you know who this Saul guy is? There's no way you want me to go to him. And then in verse 15, but the Lord said to Ananias, go, this man is my chosen instrument to proclaim my name to the Gentiles and their kings and to the people of Israel. Right. So we're not
2: saying that Kanye's Paul, but at the same time, like, this is God's response to somebody who's actively working against Christian culture. And I think anybody could agree. That's clearly not Kanye West's aim. Mm -hmm. You know, he might have a bad reputation in terms of being into things that are worldly or sinful, but Saul was actively persecuting Christians and trying to stop Christianity from advancing. And that was God's response.
3: And I think to one of the common um, frustrations that I've heard that I'd love to address. And even y'all were mentioning earlier, like looking through his lyrics. And I think it is wise to um, want to monitor well and all of those things. But one of the common judgments that I've definitely heard um, from fellow believers is just automatically pinpointing Kanye as part of the prosperity gospel movement, which is essentially focusing on God's blessings and financial reaping and all of these things. And um, just want to address that because I think it's very easy for us to look at someone and judge where they're at in their understanding of the Lord and even reflect on the question of where was our theology at whenever we first became believers, and was everything we believed about God um, accurate and true? And I think it's safe to say that we are probably all still building our theological stances and growing in those ways, and so. To make that an indicator of Kanye not being a true believer is um, really just begs the question for reflection and how much have we grown in our faith over time and it doesn't happen overnight and he's still experiencing some of the mountaintop moments that may change as time comes.
0: Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious the world is watching and I think the world is watching the church more than Kanye in this moment. Mm -hmm. They're not so much curious as to what Kanye is going to do, but look at what those Christians did to Kanye. And I think they're looking to to that as a type of mirror of what might happen to them. Should they turn their ways? How will they be received? Should they turn from their past? Should they repent and turn to Christ? Mm. Will they be met with skepticism and judgment or with open arms, prayerfulness? Right and
2: uh, hope. So as more Kanye West news comes out or other celebrities with similar things um, that become Christian and they receive judgment, how should we respond um, when someone around us has that cynical, judgmental, negative um, reaction to that? What do we say to them?
3: You know, we've talked about this a lot throughout the podcast, but would really just love to share what scripture says about this exact topic. And it's encouraging to know that this isn't new to us. It's not new to 2019 but this was something that was even going on in paul's day in philippians 1 we see the words of paul and he says some indeed preach christ from envy and rivalry but others from goodwill the latter do it out of love knowing that i am put here for the defense of the gospel the former proclaim christ out of selfish ambition not sincerely but thinking to afflict me in my imprisonment what then only that in every way whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is proclaimed, and in that I rejoice. And I think that ultimately, at the end of the day, Jesus Christ is being proclaimed as King and Lord, and we are capable of rejoicing within that regardless of the intention.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I mean, literally, it's in the name Jesus is King. It's awesome. awesome.
3: Yes, and amen.
1: Yeah. Okay, well, we hope you enjoyed
2: this discussion. Um, and we hope that if you're a student you'll talk to your friends maybe other students about this if you're a parent talk to your kids talk to your um, children and ask and see if they have thoughts on this and have um, just productive discussions feel encouraged and equipped to handle these situations as they come up in the world around us so we hope you guys have a restful amazing break and from all of us here at the spiritual life team we hope you have a merry,
1: merry christmas,
0: christmas. Thanks for joining us on the SLT podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to contact us at mylcs.com.